Tonight is the first night of America deciding it's not going to learn anything from 2016. So we're going to uh, uh, ignore all that or, you know, suspend the show because those are the only two options. <laughs> uh, and do what we said we wouldn't do back at the end of December, which is all that stuff Apple did poorly in 2019. Yeah. So the um, Six Colors Apple report card came out just like the other day, yesterday maybe? I don't know. Recently. And uh, we, of course, contributed uh, some data. Although maybe only I did. Only I got a credit for it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't submit it because LOLEDD. Ah, yes, that. I'm actually yeah. sitting here wearing one of my Apple t-shirts that I bought in June. <laughs> because <laughs> um, it's it was really warm today <laughs> freaking it was like 63 degrees out or something like that it was bananas um, t-shirt weather in february in northern virginia yeah it's not normal i guess so all right so remember when <laughs> you would have a piece of hardware running an Apple operating system, whether it fit in your pocket or sat on your desk, and you were confident that you could A, put off updates indefinitely until you felt like it, and B, when you did them, they wouldn't ruin your life. I miss that. Yep. <laughs> now it's like, okay, you have to do your updates because for the most part, they've got like security stuff and it's real important, but like they might ruin your life kind of in some ways though like i was thinking specifically of how when you buy a new mac you cannot put a previous operating system on it because catalina is as you've pointed out the vista <laughs> of um of apple operating systems and uh a lot of shit just don't work so one of my coworkers got a brand new mac uh macbook pro the 16 inch one with the better keyboard and he cannot use it because too much of the stuff that we rely on as developers and employers of the company that we work for does not work under Catalina, and it cannot be downgraded to Mojave. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> so they, he just doesn't, he's just back on his old laptop. For, I mean, he didn't even get to unbox it. <laughs> They were, I, I think IT took it back and planned to give it to him, although our IT person left for greener pastures. Uh, so the, the whole security thing uh, there is on iOS, you have uh, incentive to like go fix that. <laughs> but, you know, Mac software is just sort of the, the only companies that pay less attention to the Mac <laughs> are, are, are other developers. Yeah. Uh, the be in people's bonnets uh, this couple of weeks for whatever random reason is that can you consider iPad multitasking like quote unquote successful? Like it's there as a feature. There are, you know, power users for whom it has made the iPad a like <laughs> viable tool at all. Hmm. As you, listener, probably being the tech support for your family, hmm. if, like, your parents or if someone call you because they, like, long-pressed somewhere and now they have Safari open and in the right half of the screen mm -hmm. and mail is still on the left, 
could you even explain just over the phone, you know, text only, uh, or rather, well, words only, I should right. say, um, to solve this for them? I absolutely could not, because uh, I've never used that. I've never even accidentally used side by side apps, and I don't expect that I ever will. Oh, yeah, because it's completely undiscoverable. And like the one thing you think would make it do that doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. What I would really want is like. <laughs> so when they first introduced OS 10, there were these three little, little uh, shiny buttons at the upper left hand corner of every window. And one of them was red. It closed the window. And one of them was yellow. It minimized it. And one of them was green, which did various things. <laughs> So even back in the day, green was pretty terrible. But I would want one of those. What a little green button. was supposed to do fit to content. Uh, so if it did something like made thing the entire screen, that's usually something that you know wasn't written in Cocoa and it was just the default behavior of some shimming library. But theoretically, what it should have done is you know say this is back in the day and you have a 1920 wide monitor because those just started to exist and worth three thousand dollars um <laughs> but if you hit the green button on a safari window that was really tiny it would go to 1024 wide by um full screen long because there's no reason back in those days for browser windows to be any wider than that because <laughs> that's how wide the content was yeah content gets so wide nowadays like there's side scrolling in in my now granted in in this case, I'm I'm presenting a table of data, and I don't know what the data is ahead of time, um, for reasons that I can't really probably shouldn't talk mm. about because I don't think it's public knowledge. It's actually a really neat uh, and slightly creepy. I work for a security company, so everything we do is really neat and kind of yeah. creepy. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's the data can be so wide that there's side scrolling in the table, which is like not awesome. Uh, and like a lot of times we we have a lot of tables that are just very wide and everybody always wants all the cans in one bag, but they don't want it to be too heavy. And it's so difficult to explain that like, well, that's like, I can't really, <laughs> the browser is stupid and I can't stop the user from zooming in. Um, but anyway, like, so the reason you mentioned that the traffic lights. Yeah, I want a freaking button. That says maybe one on the left with a little arrow and one on the right with a little arrow that will like kind of indicate and make this lock this screen to the left or to the right. Maybe little buttons or like some kind of dragging motion. But even then, like, I feel like things that you can't see aren't very discoverable, which is my problem with a lot of the force touch or whatever 3D touch or haptic touch, whatever the shit we're calling that these days. Those are highly undiscoverable. And yet they could have been if like what the touch layer should have or uh, I mean the force layer should have enabled is that if you just finger onto something that can be force pressed, it should glow around your finger. Yeah, that would work. It sh you should you need a hint. It's like in an old school adventure game like <laughs> If you want something to be discoverable, you kind of have to give the user, like, make it... A lot of times, uh, the, the objects you could interact with looked more real. 
Than, or less than, real or right. whatever, depending on the they art looked style. different yeah. than the background right. in some way. that or, or that sometimes there was a light shining on them, like all those memes where this cat has a quest for you. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> something like that. It's true that these things didn't need to be completely undiscoverable. Right. You know, we just needed the equivalent of the desktop metaphor of uh, the mouse cursor changes its own icon depending on what you're touching. Yeah, that is an extremely helpful cue to the user. And sometimes you just have to embrace <laughs> the the idiom that, that even if it's one that you want to distance yourself from, because no, I'm an iPad. I am not a computer. What's a computer? Yeah. <laughs> that ridiculous commercial. But like, that's what users are familiar with. And they, so... Although I guess, okay, so there's going to be like this whole generation of of, of people that's going to only have used touch screens in their lives and you're going to sit them down at a keyboard and they're going to go at it with their thumbs. <laughs> yeah, so like with the generational thing, like there's some defense to that or lack of defense depending on which side we're taking. Well, I'm old, so. so. Like, so uh, two examples that are identical in terms of um, quote-unquote hidden functionality and uh, whether it was a problem or not are Snapchat and things that ape its design um, and Overcast, which tried to do the same thing but, oh had my to, God. but had to ruin the interface with freaking edge handles because its user base is old. Um, I'm an old, and I when that change first happened, I was like, I don't know how to do anything anymore. This is terrible. The only change was that there is content to the left and right of the main screen and you just have to swipe to get to it. And, you know, left and right swiping are, I don't know, fairly normal iOS interactions. I know, and there might have even been a little thing to tell me to do it, but I just ignore those. Well, there was an overcast because he used <laughs> the... the uh, the dot indicator that's on uh, the home screen. Yeah, I think... Which I, I'm sure you swipe through just fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I failed to notice that for a really long time. Because <laughs> I know that there was stuff that I could no longer find that was on the left or the right. And it's been a while since I've really listened to a whole lot of podcasts because my commute is relatively short. My commute is like a perfectly annoying length right now because it's too short for a podcast. But it's too long to not also annoy me. <laughs> Which is really a, a driving commute of any length. There's nothing like a nice, you know, 30-minute train ride to, to do podcasts. But anyway, so, like, that's the thing where, like, okay, that's, you know, one generation not getting something that another <laughs> generation does. And that's, uh, you know, just the, the normal, you know, get off of my uphill snowy lawn right. kind of thing. <laughs> but the other one is, like you've said, it was the fact that uh, they never finished force press and after renaming it three or four times mm -hmm. and uh, long press still remains something that people don't try to do either because most long press functions are hidden under controls that also do a single press related thing so you wouldn't think to like mash down on it yeah and even if you tried to do the thing i suggested like have a glowy indicator around it or something you would just think that's what the interface looks like in the highlighted state. <laughs> you know, let's say you've accidentally spawned too many safaris in iPad OS because that thankfully is a thing you can do, although there's no damn way to manage them. 
the one thing you can do is long press the tab button and that will let you consolidate all of them into the current window. And on iPhone, the a long press on the tab button is also where the uh, <laughs> close my 497 mm. tabs uh, secret control is as well because we've all been there. <laughs> you know, I actually have pretty good tab discipline on my phone. Not at all on my computer, but on my phone I do. Sometimes I'll leave a certain tab open for like months and months, but I'll just have that one and eventually I'll be like, you know what, I'm never actually going to bake this. And <laughs> It's usually a food thing. Yeah, and speaking of Vista, uh, so the Mac had Expose, which reached its peak somewhere between Tiger and Snow Leopard because they changed the algorithm on it many, many times, and it just it lost use for me at some point because it didn't do what I wanted to do. Because like back in those days, I had it mapped to middle click or you know scroll wheel click because I it was so good at what it did back then that the default, like, all Windows behavior was good enough for me to use that as a much better app switcher than uh, Command-Tab. In original iOS, the tab picker for your browser when you, like, zoomed out to switch between tabs in a visual way instead of just, you know, the awful way that tabs are because they inherited this behavior from... 2001, which inherited it from when tabs were new in 1999, which is like, you know, talk about paradigms that need to be rethunk. But anyway, no, uh, I like it, used to be, it used to be a visual grid, and that grid used to be limited in size, and then they started letting it scroll. But then with iOS 7, they decided to do freaking Vista's card stack for switching between apps, which was always derided as terrible from the Apple community because you can't actually see the stack. You can just see what's in front and them putting a 3D effect on it and putting the things behind it and skew is just... Not um, better, maybe worse. It's, it's just taking up space because it's not like you remember like the side pixel colors of your apps and they're all white anyway because there's no design on Windows. Uh, and there's no design on mobile web pages because they're all freaking white. Uh, in this view, and Safari, for whatever reason, doesn't cache these, so they all deload anyway. Yeah. Uh, and you can't tell what a page looks like, like at all. Um, you can kind of stop on it and start pressing a little bit, and it sort of makes that one a little less 3D, but still in the 3D view. But you have to commit to it if you want to like scroll. You know, it's not so. It's not actually like useful. It's just, you know, there. Like, the big theme of Apple this year, and we'll, we'll close on this, is that for all their size, they still seem like they have, like, four people who can make complete things. And for, like, this fall's operating system releases, those four people had multiple projects. <laughs> yeah. I really wish I, I had more of an insider perspective so I could know, like, is it just churn because they don't pay people enough to live where they force them to live? Or, <laughs> I mean, is it that they that people switch teams all the time so there isn't, like, accessible institutional knowledge on any given team? Because it seems like they break shit 
all the time now that that like boring ass shit that shouldn't be breaking right and it's the dichotomy between like shit that is so unbelievably rock solid that it should be uh you know like they need to like actually write some papers up and let it be part of cs courses like apfs flawless they shoehorned a new file system onto a billion devices in a software update and there were no data loss and going forward there should be a little less because it's you know not the nightmare that hfs (laughs) plus was and like a file system is not sexy but and it's the kind of thing that needs to be rock solid and they waited until it was and it freaking is uh but like icloud still (laughs) still uh we were promised that we were getting icloud folder sharing as a feature that would be on top of this entire rewrite of the icloud subsystem which was the dominant reason why the early betas would uh based on the laws of chaos (laughs) be uh usable or completely unstable and uh battery destroying for some people because it just wasn't good. Just sometimes it would get stuck paying the CPU. Sometimes it just wouldn't look at shit. And on top of all this, like the rewrite also got rid of the terminal commands for you to like manually force it to do stuff yeah. and change them. And like we eventually discovered the equivalence about the time they just <laughs> at, at least finally canceled it because dear God, if they just tried to keep fixing it or whatever, at least someone made the right decision, uh, you know, a little late. But it's like, like, why was that like so bad? And like, who le- who let that first beta exist? Yeah, you would have thought the Apple of old that we loved was uh, it's missing features, but each one is remarkably solid. <laughs> right. Like even still, so I'm using Windows. It's not as bad as it used to be, but I'm still very angry every time I would like to quickly look <laughs> at an image that exists on my computer and I click on it and I hit spacebar <laughs> and the correct thing does not happen. Yeah. And that's just like a little feature that was amazing at the time. And at least they have not broken that yet. Uh, and like, I really, it seems like iCloud should be at that point where it's like something that becomes seamlessly integrated into your life. And it just isn't. Like, I save a file on my phone to my iCloud directory, and it shows up on my iMac, like, eventually, (laughs) 37 minutes later, (laughs) like, and I I don't know how to force it, and I'm kind of console-averse as much as possible, (laughs) so I'm not going to look up how to force it, and it's just, it sucks, and shared folders would be so useful. Well, the force get command uh, also only works once the Mac has been made aware of the file as well. Oh, wonderful. You can't, like, that's like force get to like tell it to download something that has the little cloudy icon next to it because actually clicking on that didn't work. Um, or you had to, you know, uh, sig kill the demon. Again, in terminal because it's... <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We just want it to be good. Like, be boring. iOS 12 was boring and like, we taught people to love updates again. <laughs> and it was, you know, this glorious six months or so. And then, like, they just threw all that goodwill away. Yeah. 
And like, that's the frustrating part about it because, you know, invariably people like us are, I mean, I sort of way more family things than you. And sometimes this shit leaks into the mainstream and I have to like say stuff about it. And I still have family convinced, you know, that like Battery Gate was like on purpose because they admitted they slowed it down. Oh my but, God. Well, it's like, no, yeah, they admitted they wouldn't make your phone burst Did you the want flames. your phone to last for three <laughs> seconds or did you? Or be on fire, you know. Right. Like, Those were your choices. Yeah. And, you know, now it's the whole, because on top of iCloud, there's. You know, for those of us that pay the ransom to have things backed up beyond cloud, mm. there's the whole question of um, should Apple be able to decrypt those? Should that be my call? And the whole thing going on with uh, our totalitarian state and yeah. uh, other totalitarian states. And it's just, uh, just, it just everything's terrible. And 2020 is not off to a good start. <laughs> and I don't want to keep going because I don't want to edit an hour again. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll find a meme for next week.